You're listening to the Husker Online Show, your authority on Nebraska athletics. From a locker room standpoint, we're in a, some of our players are in a, a secondary locker room right now. Team meetings, we have guys sitting on the stairs. Training room, we have to shuffle them in and out. Weight room, even, you know, we're wearing, running Zach into the ground a little bit because he's, he's running four different lifting groups all day. So he's there all day working with four different groups because we can fit about 40 at a time uh, in the weight room to do what we want them to do. Uh, so we're managing it. And, and like I said, it works fine. We can get it done where we are. But I understand why you know, there appears to be a little bit of conversation about uh, whether or not we need to, to step it up to compete with the people that we're trying to recruit against and play against. And final segment here of the Husker Online Show, Sean Callahan. Nate Klaus as we talk some recruiting Nate and it was interesting because that was really the first time we have heard Scott Frost discuss Nebraska's facilities at length and um, just kind of put it in perspective where things are at and you and I and really all of us at Husker Online led by some great articles by Steve Rosen um, over the last few months have kind of laid out this is how Nebraska's facilities currently look right now this is the rest of the Big Ten and it's pretty eye-opening, and, and that was the first time we've heard Scott Frost come out and say that. And when I, when I heard that I, to myself, I'm like, well, if he knows something's not coming, I don't think you'd come out and say it like this because this would hurt you in recruiting. If nothing's coming for five, six years later, it's probably not a good thing to, to trash your facilities yeah. because the guys you're going to be recruiting are going to be coming to your program in the next four to five, you know, and playing there those years. Um, so... Something is definitely happening right now, and I think he's kind of laying some blocks in place. Bill Moose said what he said, and, and really Bill Moose, in his role, he can't go off and just say what he wants. Um, he's got to be kind of – You could tell they were kind of towing the, the company line a little bit there. But, yeah, this will be interesting to see because we know they visited Clemson. It's my understanding they visited the Dallas Cowboys. I think Matt Davison's got an involvement in this. I think Bob Burton's got an involvement in this. But there is a process that – when you are at a state institution, when you're talking about maybe around $70 million, which is the number we've heard, you can't just drop that into a conversation. And by the way, this big project's coming down the works. I mean, there, there, there's a real chain of command. It has to go up before you get to that point. Yeah, it doesn't happen overnight. I mean, just think back to, to Nebraska's facility, um, you know, when it was completed. What was it, 2006 when, uh, when they moved over into the North Stadium? Uh, I mean that was a that was a deal where the planning on that project not not just the construction but the planning on that you know was I think in the works for for a long time uh, before it eventually became public and they they broke ground on it so on and so forth so I mean this is yeah you're right I mean it's a big it's a big project and there are there are a lot of steps that have to to kind of happen uh, before it's released but or before it it, it eventually kind of gets uh, really going but. Um, you're right. I think there, there's obviously something that's going to happen. Um, there's way too much smoke for, for there not to be anything. And you could kind of tell by the way that Bill Moose answered the question, by the way that Frost answered it. You know, I, I think they are kind of setting it up for, for something that's eventually going to come down. Now, when, you know, I, I think that's, that's the bigger question. When is it going to happen? When is something going to be formally announced? I think the sooner the better. Um, you know, I, I think there's a lot of momentum around the program right now, especially if the team kind of takes the step that a lot of people think they're going to take this year. And, uh, and Frost mentioned on the recruiting front, you know, you have to keep up, you have to keep pace with the, with the teams that you're recruiting against or that you want to be recruiting against. 
Um, you know, you have to keep pace with those guys because when a kid, you know, I'm not saying that Nebraska's facilities are losing them recruits, but they're certainly, you know, I, I wouldn't necessarily say that they're gaining them recruits either or that, that recruits leave here and say, well, those are the best facilities I've seen in the country. Um, you know, and, and if you're Nebraska, you're you know, a blue blood program, top six all time in wins and three Heisman Trophy winners and so on and so forth. I mean, I think you need to be towards the upper end of, of facilities and everything else if, if that's what you, what you think you are. You're listening to the Husker Online Show as we discuss the recruiting and the facilities with Nate Klaus. Nate, uh, when I saw those LSU videos come out this week at yeah. their new facilities, I mean, it was just like, let's get the Nebraska fans even more fired up with those. But I, I, I kind of chuckled. I mean, those new pod chair things, they're really nice. But what I envision are just a bunch of gross 300-pound guys all sweaty laying down on those. And, yeah. and I mean, it, it didn't seem very practical to have, like, those things right in the locker room like that, knowing how gross and sweaty athletes get when they come in from workouts and practice. Yeah, you know, I'd, I'd like to – I'd like to kind of know or be a fly on the wall and see exactly how much those get utilized. Were those next to the lockers or in the separate? Were they like it's, in a separate? It like is their locker. So that's what I'm saying. Like when you come off from a Louisiana August practice in a September practice, yep. it's hotter than hell. Yeah. And you're going to tell me when you get done, you want to you want these guys laying down on these Ferrari leather. Um, they're probably not Ferrari leather like organs, but you know what I'm saying. Yeah, like that that doesn't seem like very practical. Yeah, I don't know how practical it is. And I will say that, and and this was maybe more the case when there were true like two a day practices. You know, like during fall camp, like. When you had a break, you didn't leave the facility. You you found a place somewhere, whether it was in the corner of the locker room where it was dark, or if it was up in the players' lounge, or or wherever. You know, in the GA office, that was always a popular place for a lot of the players to grab a quick nap, a you know half hour nap or whatever to kind of you know get through fall camp. Um, and and so and that that's the case still. I mean, there are times where. You know, if you have a class after lunch or or what, you know, if you you've got uh, training, uh, you got a physical therapy session or something, um, you know, in between a class or, or whatever, and you you have half an hour to kill, you know, you might try and find a place to take a nap. And so I, I can see where they're coming from. But, yeah, I don't I just don't know exactly how feasible uh, or, or practical those those little pods are. Did you ever watch the hard knocks with J.J. Watt? Like he, um, when the Houston Texans did it, he would buy like a king mattress just for training camp, and he would put it in the equipment shed. It was air conditioned and whatnot. And then during the breaks, he'd just go lay in the equipment shed on his king mattress. And my guess is, he'd just give it to one of the equipment guys and he goes have a new king bed after yeah. training camp was over because it's it's pretty big hassle to haul a mattress after you get it delivered and get it in and out of your house. Yeah, it's probably after after training camp, he probably wasn't. That wasn't a or top maybe he just gave it to a homeless shelter. Or, or yeah, something. maybe he donated. I don't know. Even then, a homeless shelter doesn't have much room for a king king mattress. But uh, anyway, Nate, the recruiting dead period comes to an end this weekend, um, which means prospects can they go back on officials or so just no official visits? Unofficial, but it's unofficial. You can have face to face contact with uh, with coaches now, or, or coaches can have face to face contact with prospects. They can be back on your campus. You know, and, and I think that the the word dead period uh, is, is kind of confusing or, or maybe kind of confusing to a lot of fans. They, they may think that during a dead period, there's absolutely no contact that's taking place. There's still been a lot of recruiting that's been happening behind the scenes during this dead period that, that started at the end of June and, and kind of carries you through the end of, of July. 
Um, and that takes place in the form of, you know, text messages or direct messages. Uh, prospects can call coaches and, and things like that. So there's a lot of communication that's still happening, but none of it's face-to-face. And now with the dead period coming to an end, there's a, a one-week window where recruits can, can be on campus and, and can take visits or uh, even there's some even, even some schools out there that are having camps. I know Florida State, I think, is having a Saturday Night Lights camp. Nebraska towed around that idea, yeah. but it just I, it just wasn't in the cards. I mean, I don't know how well it would go over here. Yeah, I'm not sure, you know, especially – I think that's something that, that probably makes more sense if you're in a region where you, there's a lot more talent or they could get there you know, real quick. Or if you're like a group of five program that couldn't get guys to your school and those types of kids maybe didn't get the offers they wanted and it's kind of like a bounce back period for yeah. those guys to go to a camp. Kind of like a last chance camp. Like or Colorado State used to always have theirs later, I remember. Yep. Schools like that just because – they know they can't compete with the, the power fives. So maybe you say, let's get them at our, on our campus for a late camp and maybe we'll, we'll get a guy or two that we wouldn't have been able to get otherwise. Yeah. Yeah. And it makes some sense in that regard, but um, yeah. So I think we could hear, you know, about a handful of kids that are going to be making their way to Lincoln uh, to take an unofficial visit here during that week of, uh, you know, when the dead period ends, one of those guys, or maybe the biggest name to keep an eye on would be Caden Johnson, the outside linebacker out of Minnesota, four-star prospect. He's, I think he's ranked the number 133rd prospect in the country, something like that. 6'4", 230 pounds, kind of the ideal outside linebacker that Nebraska has been trying to, to target and recruit. And, um, you know, anytime you get the top player from a state like Minnesota on your campus uh, for a second time because he visited once in the spring, I think is a, is a good deal. Uh, and, and right now it seems like it's kind of down to Nebraska, Wisconsin, Minnesota, um, in, in Nebraska is very much in the picture. He's only been, like I said, only visited once, was on campus for like five hours during a practice. He came with a huge group of, of uh, you know, some teammates, some seven-on-seven teammates of his. And so uh, if he makes it to, to campus, I, I think that's a, a good sign for Nebraska because he does plan on taking an official visit in the fall too. So now you're talking about having a kid on, on campus three different times. Well, that wraps it up here. Uh, Plenty to watch. We are a week away from the start of fall camp and this highly anticipated 2019 season. Thanks again for joining us this week on Husker Online, your authority on Nebraska athletics.